Welcome to the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. This podcast was created as a way to provide education and connection to the women of Middle Tennessee. My goal is to connect you with local women's health and fitness providers so you know what services are available in your area. I am your host, Amy Bailey. I'm a local women's health physical therapist, yoga instructor, and life coach. Thank you for joining the podcast and being a part of this amazing community. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. It's me, your host, Amy Bailey, and I have Melanie Watson joining me today. How are you, Melanie? I am good. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining. I know we've been talking about it since probably October. <laughs> <laughs> for a while. Yeah. Happy to be here. Um, now we have some time in our schedules to talk and connect with our audience. So um, we're recording this on March 23rd and it will air March 30th. So, um, you know, we're right in the middle of COVID-19 and uh, just got orders in Davidson County to see the stay at home orders. So um, I have no idea what the world will look like in a week. So things we say today may totally be inappropriate a week from now, but we're all going off the cuff and just doing the best we can. Absolutely. Just yeah. winging it. Bear with us, y'all. <laughs> we still want to connect with y'all and get, you know, our message out there. So Melanie is, and you're going to describe this a lot better than me, but a holistic mindset coach and a business coach. So kind of just give us a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are. So it's kind of, you know, like all things, a little storied and interesting. <laughs> um, my background is actually in exercise science. I graduated school thinking I was going to become a physical therapist. Um, and then shortly after, took a quick pivot into photography. So <laughs> totally unrelated. Two ends of the spectrum there. Right, right. So I graduated, had one plan, and then was like, you know what? I'm going to try this over here. Um, and so for 10 years, my husband and I, we were... Uh, really, really successful wedding photographers. We traveled all over the country and outside of the country shooting weddings, um, which was fun and exciting, which uh, we actually mentored a lot of photographers and a lot of people in the creative industry for business. So I started coaching during that season with business coaching. Um, but at the same time, my health really started to fall apart, um, personally, <laughs> um, for various reasons. Um, so I was kind of through that forced back into the world of health uh, to kind of learn how to fix my own health, what was going on, how I could stop it. I had developed a lot of autoimmune disease, um, polycystic ovarian syndrome, hypothyroid. I had a lot of anxiety and depression and was um, infertile. So it was an interesting season having a really successful business on one side um, in the creative industry and then having my health fall apart in the other with my background in health. So I kind of felt like wow. I should know better. I should be fixing this. And um, so during that time, we, you know, being self-employed, couldn't afford a ton of different medical resources. So I think it was kind of a blessing looking back that I had to do a lot of learning on my own to heal my health and found a lot of natural resources. So where, you know, seeing various endocrinologists and doctors wasn't working, um, trying varieties of medicine, my hair was falling out, I was rapidly gaining weight, I was just really, really unhealthy, and it was just declining. And nothing was, I, th I think as most of your listeners that may have some sort of autoimmune or chronic condition know, you just feel like often you're beating your head up against the wall, you're not making progress or the medicine kind of stalls you or holds you at a place, but you're not getting better. Yeah. Um, so that's where I was. And I spent a lot of time um, 
researching, getting in touch with more naturopathic type doctors and functional medicine doctors, chiropractors, and diving in back into the health world. So I was able um, through many years, it didn't happen overnight to, you know, regain my health, completely reversed all my autoimmune symptoms, um, you know, blood work now, everything shows no signs or symptoms of what I used to have with hypothyroid, with um, PCOS, um, no eczema anymore. I have hair on my head, you know, magical things like that. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I, it's funny because fundamentally, I think, you know, too, from your background, like we are taught in school, like our bodies heal, like we get a cut, we get a broken bone. The doctor may stitch it up or set it, but like the body's what heals, you know, mm -hmm. and those principles apply to all things, including autoimmune disease. So when we give it the right environment and tools, you know, like stop eating things that are harmful or, you know, smoking, I wasn't a smoker, but like whatever it may be that is aggravating the system, when we remove it and start putting in things that we really need, um, our body is able to heal. That's how it's designed. We heal. Um, so I tapped into that. I was able to um, completely heal those problems. And in a sense, I know, you know, most doctors want to say it's remission. And that's true. Like if I go back to the old way I behaved, those symptoms will very much likely come back because genetically I'm kind of predisposed to those mm -hmm. issues. Um, but, you know, I have no intentions of going back there. So Wow. I consider myself healed. So we good. You know, if you learn the things that, you know, if you learn you're allergic to a certain food, you stop eating it, you feel great. So wow. um, I that, think on several things here. Just sorry to interrupt you, but no, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, this, being a successful business entrepreneur, creative, I think just those types of things lend to a little bit less self-care. Mm -hmm. And not listening to our bodies because we get, I'm the same way, I get in my head and I'm like, go, go, go. And then we forget to even listen to what our body is telling us about the right foods or activities. And we end up in a state of poor health. Totally. Absolutely. And, you know, even I think I felt a lot of guilt and shame having the background that I did. That why, how did I end up here? But it does come from, you know, being very driven and ambitious. And I would wake up in the mornings, um, you know, a, a lot of times when you adapt to kind of working for yourself and working from home, you're creating your own schedule, you're creating your own life. So I would just wake up, not brush my teeth. I just dive right into work, you know, because I could, and it was there. And, um, you know, having worked from home now since 2007, I have a better routine and a system. So I'm like, I'm going to brush my teeth. Um, you know, things like that, that set a pace and a rhythm to our day do have a farther, you know, high impact on our lives that we maybe may don't realize. Um, but yeah, I would be working till 2 a.m. I would be eating fast food. Um, you're more sedentary than you realize sometimes. And then just the stress levels that when I was in it, I would never say I was stressed or felt stressed. Um, I was kind of thriving on that yeah. uh, high level of stress that felt kind of exciting, honestly, at times. Like I'm, I'm driven. I'm going to get this job. I'm getting this work done. This is all good. But um, underlying the stress was still there and it was still wreaking havoc on my body. And I wasn't taking that personal time even to like take leisurely walks or, you know, there was no like meditation practice or, um, you know, just nothing intentional. I wasn't even monitoring how much water I drank, even though I knew like we need a lot of water. So simple things that we kind of take for granted. Um, we just kind of dive in and we start going, going, going. And when you're driven, um, you know, you think that the more active you are and the more energy you're putting out that that's actually productivity and it's not often so it's just kind of a little bit of a hamster wheel in that sense
I think you're talking to a lot of entrepreneurs here that need to hear this. Mm -hmm. And and that's what I, when I did just even photography business coaching in the creative realm, it was a huge factor. Lots of people had seen their health decline, um, gaining what, even just as simple as just gaining weight mm -hmm. and not really knowing why. And because it's hard to take your step out self out and look objectively to see, okay, I'm really not taking care of myself. You know, I'm not giving my brain downtime. I mean, we, even when it comes to just listening to podcasts all the time, which I do and love, um, there sometimes needs to be a break from learning and like our brains do need some quiet. So, so funny. You mentioned that about a year ago, I stopped completely listening to podcasts. I had to take a mm -hmm. mental break because every podcast got my brain churning and I thought, Oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. And I got a little bit, you know, manic about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you feel like, even though you are already doing so much, you're like, well, I'm not doing enough because that person said I got to do this and I got to do it. And then you're just like, you have this laundry list of stuff you have to do to the point where it's, it's now you've stressed yourself out with positive things you want to do, right. you know? So, yeah. um, it's not bad, but it's just like, you have to learn the skills to say, okay, these are the top three things that I'm going to focus on and that's it. And I'm, when I do that, I know that I'm moving the needle forward you know, whether it's in your health or your business. Um, but you can't do it all, like all the time. You know, you can get to it all at some point, but it has to be, you know, you only have so much time in your day. Like, I know everybody's like, if Beyonce can do whatever, same 24 hours in a day. Well, Beyonce also has staff. And like, Beyonce has learned to like compartmentalize. So <laughs> she has learned the skills. Um, yeah. And so that's honestly a lot of what I do with coaching is teaching people those skills to prioritize, to figure out what's essential in their life. Um, and I've moved, even though, so I've done a lot of health coaching just from my own health success. People saw that and cared about it and really wanted to, you know, see, have that in their own lives. Um, so sorry, I'm distracted. My kids are definitely beating on the door downstairs. <laughs> I have distanced myself from them. It's working to some degree. So if y'all hear that, my apologies. I'm dealing with it right now. Yes. Welcome to COVID-19. <laughs> um, we're all a little bit like that British TV guy with the kid in the background. But anyway, bless his heart. Um, where was I going with this? So anyway, teaching those skills, like whether you're, you know, I coach people in their businesses. I coach people, honestly, it's come to even relationships and their health. That ability to say, what is success look like to me? What is essential to me in my life? Because it's not the same for all of us. You know, it, with health, it may be, um, do you want to take a break and for me to go manage my children for some time? Okay. How loud it was. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but so for people to compartmentalize to some degree and say, okay, you know, my goal with my business is X, Y, Z and someone else over here, it may be, you know, hitting this seven figure mark and driving this cool car, but for you, it may be, and with a lot of the people I coach, it's having more time with your family and getting the maximum amount of work done in a, the least amount of time. And so I think that's really important for a lot of people I work with versus just accumulating stuff. Um, and neither one is wrong and neither one is bad. It's just saying this is important to me versus, you know, that's important to someone else. And I think with health goals too, you know, like are, are your goals to lose weight? You just want to fit in a different size pants or do you want to heal your body? Do you have underlying conditions? And cause those look very different, you know? Um, and just being able to be honest with yourself and say, this is actually what I want. And that's, what's going to make me feel truly successful and happy. And that's what life is for me. And so I think sometimes because of social media, Instagram, just, you know, the omnipresence of everybody else's goals and, and lifestyle in our face, it's hard to know what we truly want. Um, I'm going to ask that. Like, do people come to you and even know what their goals are? 
Right. So I think so, a lot of clients come to me and they have an idea. And so one thing we really do is work through, is that what you really want? Like kind of getting to their core values and core beliefs and what, you know, what is your daily life? What does an ideal day look like for you? You know, one year out, three years out, five years out, what is that really going to look like for you? And then having, you know, after, you know, a month, three months checking in and saying, okay, does this feel right? Or, you know, it may shift and change where they are kind of like, okay, I thought it was this, but it's not, it's not, I think it's more, you know, I do want to stay at home with my kids more versus, you know, I want to work more or um, I really do actually want to get, you know, to lose this weight. It isn't just about my health, which I think a lot of women who do come to me for health have a lot of guilt around wanting just to lose weight. Um, like they have to justify it in a sense that like, well, no, I just want, you know, to be healthy. Like they feel vain to say, no, I also would like to be thinner, which I mean, as women, it it can feel strange, but to be honest is what's going to move the needle forward. It's going to help you actually achieve the goal. If you're kind of band-aiding it with something you think other people want to hear. Yeah. You can't, you can't attach to it. Your heart isn't in it. That's So. so good. Yeah. We have to be honest with ourselves. Yeah, totally. We're, we're not going to stick to the plan or our goals. Right. And that's it. That's it. Um, that's where you find a lot of people who will make progress and then they backslide because they are not really in it for the right, re- or not, not the right reasons, but what they, they believe in their heart, you know. Um, and it takes time. Hmm? They're trying to please other people or say what yeah. they think. Yeah. And especially as women, we all have such a people pleaser nature to us. And, um, and when with health, it's similar, but like in business, like to not appear too driven or ambitious can be a challenge for the women I coach. Um, because again, they don't want to upset somebody, you know, and just kind of learning that it's okay. Like learning these new skills that it's okay to be big, to be bold, to be loud, to, to want what you want. And, um, it's not greedy. You're not taking from anybody else to be honest. Um, you know, and I really, I, I'm really passionate about, I, I think with you know, the title of my business, One Powerful Life, is stepping into your own power. And um, part of that is recognizing that like as women, when we create businesses we love, when we feel really fueled up with a purpose and a drive, um, that it is powerful. It, it affects our families. We, I mean, when we make money, when we have the money and the funds and the ability to affect positive change, like we donate to charities we care about, we can you know, do good things, we can support the businesses we love, and it isn't greedy or wrong to support our families, you know, to send our kids to colleges or schools that we want to. I mean, who knows what it's going to look like next week. They may be homeschooled for, you know, we're going to be teaching them how to be MDs. You know, like, hey, guys, come to YouTube. Let's let work this out. But I'm just saying, like, there's no shame in wanting what you want. Yeah. And I think when you get honest about it and saying, you know, I am allowed to have these things. I am allowed to be powerful. I am allowed to have my voice and that I believe that, you know, I'm going to use all this for good and, you know, to do things that I believe in is really a good place to be. And we need more women to have that voice for sure. Yeah. Society tells us so often how we should be and we don't listen to our inner voice about who we were created to be necessarily. And I I work on that too. I think we all do, but listening to voices like yours who are encouraging women to step into their own power and listen to themselves. So how do you do that? Like, how do you get to that point with someone where you affect change and you really Mm -hmm. get them to listen and, and work towards their goals? 
Um, it's just, it's a practice, you know, we have, so I have a different types of coaching and things that I offer. Um, some are just self-guided courses that people can purchase off my website, just start to help them work through these ideas and thoughts and beliefs and trying to like understand <laughs> what, you know, what their core values are. Um, and then I do my, um, one-on-one -on -one personalized coaching. So with that, when somebody hires me one-on-one, -on -one, we do this over the phone or Skype, um, or zoom. And we just talk through it together. Um, I really help ask deeper questions and challenge them to, you know, figure these things out. I give them exercises and techniques to do. We set specific goals that kind of push them past their old comfort zones or what they're accustomed to doing. Because a lot of things, it's just like pushing past what they've usually been doing. Um, you know, a lot of people who do come to me have been stuck to some degree. They just feel like I keep doing what so-and-so says and I'm not it's not working. And so usually what's behind that is some sort of limiting belief. Um, there can be, you know, self-sabotage things that happen. Um, and that doesn't make them bad. We all do these things, but when you are able to step outside and notice the patterns of behavior, notice what you're doing and say, okay, I can push through that. Um, <laughs> I'll just ding. I thought I turned it off. Um, here we are guys, uh, real life, but um, what was I saying? Self-sabotage, limiting beliefs, just really helping them recognize them. So I do this through different exercises in some of my courses, give them the understanding, but then one-on-one -on -one, I work with them, you know, asking as they share with me, I say, I noticed that you said this and, you know, we kind of pull things out and dissect them to some degree so they can get a different vantage point on the way they're approaching life. Um, and honestly, the people who succeed the most in all areas of what I do, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or in my courses, are the people who are just really willing to try something new. Yeah. They're willing to be honest with themselves and say, okay, what I've been doing isn't working. It isn't getting me what I want, whatever it may be. And I'm willing just to try and, and do it with an open heart and stumble through it and whatever it may look like. Um, I think that's the critical key, no matter what, um, to get someone to really find real change in their life. Yeah. And I'm sure with some people, it takes longer than others. Mm -hmm. It does. Can you see that in someone who, someone who may just completely have a block and won't make progress? Yes. Yeah, you can. They, there's often a lot of um, excuses and things, which we all do. So there's no, no judgment. Um, and you can see sometimes when they're not ready and willing. And oftentimes I will work with them with, you know, smaller kind of like, the next best thing, you know, try to bite size things to get them to that bigger block that they're not ready for. You know, I never push anybody into something they're not ready for because it won't, it won't last either. And it can be traumatic sometimes. Um, you know, we all have different experiences and traumas in our lives and by no means am I a therapist or, you know, licensed to deal with, you know, med mental health issues, but, um, you want people to come to things on their own terms when they're ready. Um, and then at times, you know, they're just not willing and, and, it's hard to see that, but that's just part of their journey too. Like the seeds have been planted. They've been given the tools. They always have the tools and maybe they'll revisit them in six months or a year when, when they've had time to kind of sit on them and work them through their head. And I've seen that happen too. Um, I feel you know, like them up for success, like the bite-sized pieces and the tools. So yeah, well, that's what I mean. I really want to give somebody the framework and, you know, introduce them to new things, the things that have helped me, like, you know, growing up, I, you know, was really unhealthy. I grew up in an unhealthy home and, um, 
just yo-yo diet and like nothing worked. And then somehow when I, you know, had different tools and learned about my thinking and how much my mindset related to my external goals, whether it was business or health. Um, when I learned that stuff, everything stuck and became easy and just like, like life, you know, like breathing, we don't think about it. It's not hard. Um, and so once you kind of learn and master those skills, then everything else becomes simple. And so my goal is to give them those tools, set them up with a really healthy framework and then give them the power and encouragement that they can navigate this no matter what. Because ideally I want my clients to know that no matter what comes at them, they're resilient. They're totally capable of handling whatever it may be, you know, cause we all are. And that when we take away the stress and like the whole idea, like you'd mentioned earlier, like the idea of what we should be doing, there's no should there isn't. It's what you feels good to you. What feels right to you in your core. And when you kind of live by that, then it becomes easier and all the stress comes off. And there's no, I believe, no such thing as failure because everything that doesn't necessarily work out the way you'd planned teaches you something and helps you grow. It can, it can be a step forward even if it looks like a step back um, because at, at the very least you learn what doesn't work and now you're going to try something new and not keep trying that thing again. <laughs> so, yeah. so are there particular people that you're talking about, like a certain audience that you think would benefit from coaching? Um, I... I think everybody can benefit if they're, they're open to it. Like it's, I have this belief that when somebody's ready for it, you know, they, they find it and it's there because they're, they're ready for that step. Um, but it's, it's usually, I mean, it's usually people that are pretty ambitious that they really want to take charge or they're ready to finally take charge. They're tired of being a victim. Um, which is something I really work with people on like Re rewriting the victim mindset like and I'm sure you see it a lot in your practice too um, you know they're given a diagnosis and you can either choose to identify with it and be victimized by that diagnosis or you can choose to rise above it and um, it, it's it's something it's a thing that happened in your life but it doesn't have to become part of you, you are not diagnosis. Yes. right exactly you don't have to identify with it and I think that was really powerful I had a season where I identified with, I have hypothyroid, I have PCOS and kind of this like, well, my life's different and harder because of this. And, you know, almost like a self pity, which was obviously not fixing anything. Um, but when I realized, you know, so I have this, whatever, my genes are disposed to this, no big deal. I can do things to make my life easier or not. And that, that is entirely up to me. And that's where the power comes from. It's like, we are all handed, um, you know, different set of cards. And it's what you do with them. You know, like you can be born with no legs and you can constantly complain that I have no legs or you can just decide how to make your life work, you know, find some prosthetics, you know, <laughs> run some races, do, do what works for you. You know, it's just how you see it. You know, it doesn't change the circumstance, but it's your, your perspective. Um, so the people who are willing to shift out of victim mindset um, or, you know, they're showing up ready for something new are the people who benefit the most from coaching. And um, I really love seeing that shift in people too, that like they're, especially with health, they're, they're not their diagnosis. They have power. And, um, you know, I'm sure like genes can be turned on and off and, you know, it's not a, yeah, it's not a life sentence. So um, that's really exciting for me and what keeps me going and just seeing people realize how much they can control in their lives. And like, even right now with what's happening in Nashville and the world, like it feels heavy and scary and uncertain. But um, when we say, okay, what do I have control of? 
you know, I have control over my heart. I have control over my mind. I can be thankful for what I do have. Um, and I can be intentionally lifting my consciousness and shifting my energy to joy and love and letting that radiate out instead of buying into the fear and the heaviness and the, the scariness of it all. And knowing that um, collectively you are inflicting change just through that. So yeah. kind of went on a tangent there. No, no, no. I agree. And I love that. And I think we have to fill ourselves with positive people during this time because there's so much negative and fear and, and it's okay to get upset by it too. Yeah, absolutely. Have a moment for sure and feel it. But at the same time, we can't stay there. Right. And that's it too. It's like, there's no shame in feeling your feelings. I think at some, some point we're all going to have a good, like, cry or an angry set, you know, it's like, and you can have that. That's you're a human and you're totally entitled to feel your feelings because life is changing rapidly for everyone right now. And the key to all of it is just not festering, you know, not finding yourself spiraling down. If you see yourself just, you know, going towards depression or anxiety and not, you can't help your family during that time. You can't, you know, make good rational choices when you're panicked um, so recognizing that for you to be your healthiest self, for you to be the most constructive to anyone around you, it is to care for your emotions and care for your heart. And if that means turning off the news, if that means distancing yourself from friends who are just constantly in your face with negativity. And I mean like texting, cause obviously we're not seeing them in person, but, um, you know, you have to put those boundaries in place because when it comes down to it, you're not going to be able to make the best choices. You're not going to um, be your healthiest self. And I don't know if anybody, there's a neurologist, Dr. Joe Dispenza, who I love, who's been putting out a free series on Instagram right now, kind of about how our emotions and the chemicals in our brain actually impact our immune system on a cellular level. And he's amazing. And I've been studying him, his work for a while, but um, it's really put it in perspective for people. Like when you care for your emotions and your mental state, you are creating a healthy immune system. So, you know, for everybody who's really in fear of this virus that's going around right now, it, it isn't beyond just washing our hands, like to care for our emotions in a healthy, positive way goes far beyond just, you know, like some Pollyanna syndrome. That's not what I'm asking people to do is be like crazy, silly, optimistic. Um, but looking for the next best feeling, you know, not, you know, spiraling, festering, putting on sad music and moping around the house, you know, <laughs> so. tell us his name again for people who want to look him up. Yeah. Dr. Joe Dispenza and it's D I S P E N Z A. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. One thing you said earlier in the very beginning, and you were talking, I think more about your diet in relation to your health, but I think it applies here in this COVID-19 state we're in. You said recognize things that aggravate our system. Yeah. And, and that's what we need to do. You were totally talking about food that aggravated how you felt on a mm -hmm. physical level. Yeah. But on an emotional level, we need to recognize things that aggravate our system, whether it's a friend or a post or a news broadcast, you know? Totally. Yeah. And it's, um, it's funny because it's like that's – I talk a lot through my coaching about what we feed ourselves mentally. You know, we talk, you know, what food goes into our body and how that impacts our body. But mentally what we consume is really powerful as well. Um, it completely shifts who we, who we are in the world, like how we show up in the world. Um, and so, yeah, if news things – I mean, like, I mean, there's people with family who are just doom and gloom and, you know, constantly spreading fear. And if you have to just distance yourself from what they're saying because you know that it's not helping you, it's not healthy for you, 
then that's what you have to do. You have to be able to put up healthy boundaries to protect your energy, to protect your mental state. Um, even years ago, long before COVID-19, um, I suffered from a lot of postpartum anxiety and depression. And um, during that season, I stopped watching entertainment that was stressful. So um, I know some people would be horrified to hear that I stopped watching um, Game of Thrones probably in like season four. And I had zero interest. I just changed. Something in me just shifted and changed and said, you know, my entertainment should fill me up and bring me joy and excite me and make me happy. And this stuff is stressing me out and making me just feel like, oh my God, like, and not that it was scary to me, but I just knew, like, I felt the internal anxiety and frustration that the shows are designed to do to keep you coming back. Like, um, and I just didn't want that anymore. You know, um, news, I stopped watching general news because it was really depressing, depressing. And, and just from a marketing aspect, and I'm sure you, I mean, you love business and love podcasts and our business podcast too. Um, I get it from a business side that stuff sells and it pulls people in. And that fear aspect is so much more powerful, um, to get better ratings and reviews and to keep people coming back over and over. But once you recognize that it's not healthy for you, you can pull yourself away. Yeah. Um, and so. I think that's it. It's listening to ourselves and how we're feeling and reacting and yeah. training ourselves to do that because it's so hard to listen to chatter. Yeah. And listen to ourselves. And now more than ever, since we're like kind of craving that social engagement and we're on like our phones so much more, I think I saw someone post their screen time was up to 10 hours or something crazy. It's like, thanks Apple, stay out of my business. Um, but it's, uh, it's just something we really need to be wary of because, you know, our mental state is so important for our physical health and our mental health and just how we can show up, especially like as moms who are homeschooling kids now and we're with them so much more. And it's not about shielding them from what's happening, but like, we don't want them to be in a state of anxiety and panic either. Um, it's just not going to benefit anyone. It's not, it doesn't make for a happy home. You know, we've got to be home. You know, our home should be a place, a sanctuary, a place where we feel good and not just another place where we feel on edge and stressed out. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, cause I always ask everybody like, what's the vibe of women's health in Nashville? And I've completely just kind of drawn a line through that question because I think, <laughs> What used to be our vibe is completely changing and now we kind of have to flip the script and it's an opportunity. So what opportunities do we have now going forward? I mean, just assume maybe that we're stuck in our houses for two more months. Mm -hmm. What opportunities do we have to help others, either from a business standpoint or a personal standpoint for our listeners? What are you thinking? I feel like right now more than ever, it is important to um, really maintain a positive mental attitude. Um, just that state of like optimism that even though this time is just really strange and can feel really bad, like to know that we're going to come through this better. Um, and to keep it's setting that intention. And I believe that with everything we do, whether you're going to the gym or which obviously nobody's doing right now, but if you're going to go outside and work out, <laughs> um, that's my old coaching, the words I would say, <laughs> you're going to go to the gym. Um, but like, if you're going to work out, you set the intention for success. You, if you're making a meal, you set the intention that it's going to be really good. If you're, you know, putting out a post on the internet, set the intention that it's going to be really positive and that it's going to powerfully impact people in a loving way and stimulate positive change in them. So I think right now, more than ever, we have to constantly set that intention that something good is going to come from this. And when we continuously see that in our lives and work towards that, that's what's going to happen. You know, nobody... You know, it'd be like getting married and saying, this is probably going to fail. Well, if you have that attitude, then 
good luck having, you know, but if you get married and you're like, Oh, I just want to be with this person. You constantly every day choose that over and over and set that intention that this is what you want and this is going to be good. And that even when struggles happen, you're going to come out better Then it's, it's really powerful. And that's what leads to the success afterwards. And I just think as healthcare providers across the, the city and across the globe, we need to constantly show up with what we know and share it in a positive light and know that, you know, we do have power even when we're distanced. Um, even if it's just to collectively raise the vibration of consciousness and, you know, that's getting a little deep, but just like bring hope levels up and joy up and not feed into the negativity because it's really a choice at the end of the day. Um, you know, we may be stuck at home and I know a lot of businesses are affected um, and where you're at, where you just went, I mean, like literally your neighborhood just through the tornadoes and um, there's so much fear and so much anxiety, but to just take the next best step every day instead of, you know, finding yourself spiraling into numbing behavior, um, you know, which I know a lot of people do, you know, you'll isolate in this whole other mental way and you numb with, you know, binge watching food with booze, you know, it's just like being able to recognize when that stuff steps in and not allow that, but just say, how can I help somebody else? And it may be as simple as sending us a, a happy text, like, Hey, Amy, I've been thinking about you. Love you. Hope you're doing great. You know, those little things can keep your spirits up and it can positively influence someone else. And, um, just the other day, um, on my Instagram, I just shared, like, I finally took a minute to go rate a bunch of podcasts that I listened to for years yeah. And it's just like little bitty things that don't take any real energy and time, but do have a positive impact on someone else's life. Um, so things like anybody can do those things. You can write a, a thank you note, uh, like a handwritten note. Um, there's just little things that we can, that those things help us. And it's like in this time when we can feel really depressed or scared, how can we serve someone else the best of our ability? And so never like losing sight of what we can do. Um, and then in our own personal lives, like, okay, I'm stuck at home. How can I make the best of this? Like, maybe it is scrubbing your baseboards. So yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what he's doing today. <laughs> right. Like, oh, I haven't gotten to, I've just been looking around my house going, well, what projects? Maybe we should paint this room, you know, because we get busy in our regular lives and we're like, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Well, now it's a beautiful opportunity to get to that. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So you kind of set yourself up for success during this time. You've been an online business for years. You said since what, 2007? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. I know. Most of us even thought it was an option. Yeah, for what it's worth, I think I was a beta tester on Twitter and a beta tester on Instagram, <laughs> which was, I should have a bigger following, but like back then in photography days, you were just friends with a couple other photographers and it was, yeah. what did Melanie eat for lunch? <laughs> it was not as cool as it is now. Yeah. So. But that yeah. you know, we've got this opportunity for people now to move into the online space, which for yeah. some people it's very easy, and for others it's a huge challenge with the technology. Yeah, um, I know I've moved part of my business online. It's it is challenging. Um, I did have a telehealth option before COVID nineteen, and I only used it for bad weather and sick children. Mm -hmm. But now I'm using it more often. So as far as the online, any ideas like coaching people through that or yeah, I mean, it, there's just a lot of options. And I think right now is an interesting time for businesses to pivot, mm -hmm. um, to really learn what else can I offer in a new way? Because um, I know, especially for brick and mortars and stuff, like you've seen online boutique, or not online boutiques, in brick and mortar boutiques, I'm really good at talking, if you haven't found out. <laughs> 
Um, but learn, start their online store that maybe they hadn't done before and say, okay, I need to move this online. Um, you know, and then things like you do that is a more in-person business, like how can I help people online through telecourses? Um, there's so many resources available through Skype, FaceTime, Zoom. Um, it's really just going to take a little bit of creativity and thinking on our toes. And I have been working with some people uh, who I coach with it. So like personal trainers taking their business online, which they've thought about in the past, you know, but now it's like, now is the time. Make that course that somebody can just buy and do on their own, you know, record video workouts and sell that now that people need. Um, and it's just, it's going to require a little bit of innovation, but what's amazing is that the tools are there. And compared to when I started in 2007, when you're like hodgepodging things together and having to learn to code and it's not like that anymore. There's so many amazing resources. I mean, like you can jump on Squarespace and have a website in like a heartbeat um, without learning to code. And you don't even need that, honestly. Like depending on your business, you can have just a Facebook page. You can have just an Instagram page. You can just use Zoom links, Facebook groups. Um, you know, I have group coaching that I've done just through a Facebook group. So it's easy. It just takes a willingness to like learn a little something new, to show up on video, which is honestly, especially for like, the older generation, like I fall in the, but like I'm technically a millennial, but still little, like I'm that in between weird old elder millennial like space um, where there's some resistance to like, I don't want to be on the internet, you know, <laughs> so, um, but it does require you just to be willing. And I think we've seen a surge in that recently. Something um, posted, there was like the most Instagram lives ever this past week. That's insane. People, yeah. People are just like, you know what? I'm jumping on. We're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's honestly good to see people's faces. It is. And I think it's going to take the pressure. It's like anything else. So I kind of have some mantras and mottos that I share with my clients. Um, one is movement cures, whether it's like if you're feeling bummed out, go on a walk. But also within your business, just jump in. If you're scared to go live, you're scared to record a video, just do it. Like maybe one person will even see it anyway. It's not like you're a seasoned professional. Um, just do it. And it's like ripping off the Band-Aid. You've done it it gets easier and easier. I mean, like, I'm sure you understand even the podcast. <clears throat> the first one was probably the weirdest. So weird. <laughs> yeah. So we just dive in, we do it. We're getting our, you know, training wheels off and then it just gets easier and easier. And you realize we're all human and like nobody's expecting perfection and you know, it just is what it is and it creates connection and that's what we need right now. Um, so I love the Insta stories cause they're gone in 24 hours. So if you butcher it, it's gone and you're right. Only a handful of people even see it with all the algorithms. Right, right. You know? And so it's a great way to practice. Mm -hmm. you know? But yeah, it's, it's hard putting yourself out there. I think we're all learning. Um, mm -hmm. You know, before you said it earlier, you said many years, you know, your, your changes to your health took many years. It wasn't overnight. Mm -hmm. And I always tell my patients that too. Like if you've been in pain for many years, you're not going to get through that overnight. It takes, it might take years to work through but we're all now thrown into this thing where we have to shift almost overnight into a yeah. new mode of business and life and parenting and coaching and um, teaching. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Cause like people, you know, you got parents who are now working from home for the first time. They're acclimating to that, which is its own animal. Mm -hmm. And then they've got their kids. They're also expected to homeschool in the midst of it. Or even if they're younger, just they're there. And that is a challenge. Like, um, we have worked from home and we've had kids home for the summer and just navigating that and then keeping your sanity like outside of all the, like there's no, like, I'm just going to escape. I'm going to go walk around target right now. That's not a thing anymore. <laughs> so, no. Um, just being really gracious with yourself and just saying, you know, it's okay. 
Like I can do this poorly, but I'm doing it and I'm, I have a willing heart and I'm going to have grace with my family too through all this. And you know, if, if you're acclimating to working from home and you have a boss that you're like worried that you're not producing, you know, just, they have to understand and you have to be honest with them. Like I'm doing my best. I'm showing up. We're working through some kinks, but I'm here. And I think having that attitude of honesty um, is going to help you in all areas. You know, it's going to, this season is going to test us in some really crazy ways. But if we're, if we set that intention, like I mentioned before, like we're going to come out better. We're going to not come out worse. We're going to find new skills and resources that are, were in us this whole time. Yeah. And um, so it's just going to require us to level up a little bit and um, learn new. I think I'm kind of excited. Like I think I see people finding new ways to really get in touch with themselves and like op opening up to the idea of meditation, opening up to the idea of journaling, doing visualization work and affirmations, which are really powerful. But when there's other escape measures like walking around target, you know, to feel better, you know, it was hard to say, well, no, I'm going to meditate. Well, now we can, we're kind of limited. So it's like, Hey, can you go sit in your backyard for 10 minutes and just deep breathe, you know, like think, you'd be grat grateful. I'm really working on talking here. Be grateful for, you know, nature, for air in your lungs, you know, just simple things. Like it's just bringing us back to kind of a sense of presence, which with our really connected society, so many of us didn't have. And I know a lot of the mothers that I coach just didn't have a good sense of presence with their kids. We're always feeling and I'm guilty, completely guilty of this. Like when you're not with your kids, you miss them and you want to be with them. But when you're with them, then you're like thinking about business and what can I do? And so you're never fully present in the moment. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm really hopeful that this season is going to bring a lot of presence back for us um, as a culture, you know, just across the globe. Um, so. I love this. We kind of got rid of some excuses. You know, you said yeah. going in the backyard and meditating before we were like, well, I've got to do this, this and this. And now we're like, ah, I'm not doing anything for the next couple of weeks. I'm not just going to go in the backyard yeah. Might as well, might as well try something new. Um, Melanie says it works. Might as well give it a shot. You know, <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, Hey, let's just give it a shot. So far. I know what I, my life looked like and then I know what it looks like now. And it's pretty great. So give it a shot guys. Um, I'm excited. I think as creatives too, it gets our minds spinning in a different way and it allows us cool. to open up and be a little bit more challenged and excited to create and dig within us for things that you said it are there all along. We just have to tap mm -hmm. into them. Yeah. 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 And even just like, um, you know, I love thinking like it's inspiring us in our businesses in new ways, like things we've kind of been mulling around and now we're extra inspired for, but like, I was just thinking, okay, so I would go to the gym. So being that I work from home, the gym was kind of my excuse to get out and see other faces, you know? Um, and so now I can't go to the gym anymore. I'm like, okay, what can I do here in my yard? And what can I set up? And I'm kind of like getting excited about it yeah. if it would stop raining in Tennessee. But, um, <laughs> you know, um, just kind of thinking of new fun things I can do here that maybe my kids can do with me. Um, so, and just viewing it as kind of a fun experiment, you know, and it's, it's just that instead of looking at it as like torture, like, oh God, I have to work out at home and how am I going to do this? Look at it like, this is cool. How can I make this work? You know? nothing's changed except the way I'm approaching it, you know? Yeah. I went and jumped on the trampoline with my kids yesterday. I haven't done that in a while, you know? Oh gosh, girl. Yeah. And I, it's full time. I was like, this counts as exercise. It does. Oh my, the way my kids, they want me to, which, so for Amy has coached me in my pelvic health, which I highly recommend her because one of my triggers was the trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, being on the trampoline with my kids, they are just like relentless and they want me to go forever. And so I have only so long that I can jump on my feet before 
<laughs> it's not awesome. All you ladies who've had kids get it. Um, but so I'd jump on my knees to, it was like an improvement. And I got like rug burns on my knees. Oh, yes, I did that yesterday on my ankle. I was like, what is happening? Oh, but like it was, I was going so long with them because they were having the best time. And I was like, okay, tell you what guys, new game. Mommy's going to lay here and you jump around me and see if you can make me jump in the air, like popcorn. Um, yeah. But I was like, mommy's knees can't hack it. Yeah, that hurts. <laughs> that, that trampoline burn really hurts. Right. So you just have to work. Jumping on one foot instead of both feet together, that's just a pelvic health trick. Um, there you go. Yeah, you can't sometimes alternating, you know, feet. Like I'll jump 20 times on my right, 20 times on my left, because jumping both together can aggravate that pelvic floor. See? And now, now I can, I have a new trick that I don't have to get red yeah. burns on my knees anymore. <laughs> but yeah, it is, it's just like fun to think of new ways to play with your kids. That's also like, you know, good for your health. And yeah, I love that. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but any programs that people can like anything you have going on right now, going to your website, like tell the people what, how you can help them right now. So right now um, I've got a variety of free tools and resources on my website and my website is onepowerfullife.com. Um, and so you can go to the free section and download different things that I have available there. One of them that I'm doing right now is a daily inspirational um, or thought provoking email to kind of inspire some creativity during the season and how we can kind of stay positive and develop a more normal, happy routine in our life. Um, so that's one easy thing to do. Um, also on my website are the different courses I have going right now. Um, I have a journaling course that's really great right now to help kind of get to those core values and help you work through your limiting beliefs and, and, you know, really thought provoking prompts to help get you kind of out of your head and into a better mental space. Um, journaling is a practice that I have all my clients do because it's so easy. It's just so easy. It's, it, and it's actually scientifically um, as beneficial as cognitive behavioral therapy. So kind of cool. Um, dog in the background. She's you are, yeah, I'm not worried about the dog. My kids were beating down the door a minute ago. So. Um, bless all you listeners for our dogs and children. Thank you for sticking with us. We love you. <laughs> we appreciate you. Um, so yeah, they can do that. And then I have my one-on-one -on -one coaching still available and that's all done, um, through zoom face. I mean, we can do it on the phone. So it's pretty easy. I don't have to see you in person for that. Um, we can still work through specific goals. I've been working with a lot more business people right now, how to shift in this time. So that's been kind of fun. Um, and then you can follow me on Instagram. It's Melanie Watson on Instagram. And I kind of right now just post different stories and things to keep you inspired, to make you laugh, to keep, keep it light and fun because I mean, why not? Right. At the end of the day, I just want to think everything I put out there, like, is this doing good in the world? And I just want to affect really positive change in the world. And I think we can all do that in some way. Um, so even if you just visit my blog and take a little bit of inspiration with you, that'll be good too. And that's on onepowerfullife.com as well. I love it. And I'll post that in the show notes. Um, I, I love that now is a great opportunity for people to do the one-on-one -on -one coaching. Mm -hmm. This is a great time for people to slow down and really, you know, focus on their health and their business. And we have the time. Why not contact her? Right. Yeah. So it, it is, it's like, we finally do have the time and to see, and with all my coaching, I take it from a very holistic perspective that like all areas, even if we're talking business and you come to me primarily for business, you know, the way you're caring for your, your mind, your body, your family impacts your business too. Um, 
so vice versa, if you come to me for health, like the way you are approaching your work and your family impacts your health too. So we kind of just take this holistic approach that all areas of life matter um, when it comes to reaching your goals. So it is a good season to really stop and evaluate and work towards some, some personal goals. Yeah, I love that. Okay, any final words of wisdom? You've, you've packed so much wisdom in here, honestly. <laughs> but anything to just kind of tie it up in a bow? Anything? Present? Well, I think one thing that I love is um, the easiest thing to do in any scenario is um, just putting everything through the filter of simplicity. Um, I consider myself minimal-ish. <laughs> like, I'm not a minimalist necessarily, but like putting everything through that filter of what is necessary, what is simple and attainable because no matter what you're trying to do right now the more complex it is the less likely you will be to adhere to it um so simplicity in all areas whether it's your home your health your business your relationships is kind of the best thing just um however you can make it easy easy for a third grader is going to be easy to stick to for you and um very much like what is it Anna on the Frozen 2 movie like choose the next best thing so if you're feeling really depressed do something that makes you feel a little bit less depressed you know and and to reach out um and see how you can help someone else because anytime we're feeling stuck when we start to help someone else we start to help ourselves I love it thank you you are so welcome thank you for having me Amy yes, it was awesome. I loved it yeah I loved it too uh so y'all definitely reach out to her follow her on our Instagram I'll post all of that in the show notes and um, just Nashville, we're thinking of you. And I know it's been some tough days, but I think Melanie's right. Like we have some bright things ahead of us. We have a lot of opportunities to spread the light and just move forward. So I'm looking forward to what's ahead. The podcast is still rolling. So please just continue to send me ideas and things you want to hear about. I really appreciate it. I appreciate all of y'all. Thank you so much. Have a good one.